Welcome back to the Build Local Podcast. My name is Scott, and I am so glad to have you here. We have a great episode lined up for you. Here at the Build Local Podcast, we are here to educate, inspire, and connect small business owners and entrepreneurs and by telling their stories, their struggles, and their successes. And this is going to be a great episode because we have an awesome guest. But before we get to our guest, I want to welcome back my co-host, Chris Kansky. Chris, nice to see you again. Good to see you again as well, Scott. Yeah. Yeah. And like Scott said, my name is Chris. I'm the owner of New Pillar Marketing located here in New Concord, Ohio. And I am uh, very excited to be talking to our guest today. Um, he's a friend of mine, somebody that I've known for a few years. We're connected in a lot of different ways. Um, but his, his name is Tim O'Brien. He is the uh, area director for the Central PA region for Young Life. And he's also a uh, small business owner, has a, has a side business called TOB Photography. Um, so we're going to talk to him a little bit about, about both of those things today and, and how he balances that. So how are you doing, Tim? I'm doing well, Chris. Scott, good to be with both of you. Thanks for being here. Yeah, so just to start out, just, just tell us a little bit about, um, about yourself, about your story and, and what you do. Okay. Well, I have been here in central Pennsylvania since 1985, and uh, I have a wife and two daughters who are both grown, and uh, one lives in Pittsburgh and one lives here in the area, and uh, I've been involved with Young Life since I moved here in 1985 and uh, had uh, to be, I was a Young Life kid, a product of Young Life. Young Life's an interdenominational Christian organization that works with high school students, uh, junior high, adolescents actually, high school, junior high, and now even college age students. And uh, so I've been that, and I'm now the senior area director here in what we call the Central Pennsylvania area. And uh, I also, about about 14 years ago, um, my daughters were dancers, and I had the opportunity to go sit for days watching little girls dance. and. Uh, it wasn't that exciting for me, but uh, a friend of mine had a camera and I said, hey, can I borrow your camera? Because I had used a lot of cameras, but I didn't have a good quality camera. And I used his camera and uh, started taking pictures and I had a really tiny memory card so I could only hold like 30 or 40 pictures and I'd have to put them into the computer. So I had the computer there and as I was doing this, parents came up to me and said, hey, can I buy those pictures of my daughters? And I said, huh this might be something. And so I continued that way. And, and many, many folks came to me and said, Hey, we'd like to buy pictures. And what I realized was that I could probably make enough money on those pictures to be able to buy my own camera. And so I did that. So about 14 years ago, I kind of officially started in the photography business as a, just a part time. It was a hobby. It was something I enjoyed and, and kids love their pictures taken. So I have a, uh, been able to turn my love uh, for photography uh, and capturing pictures and Photoshop and all. I've always been a computer geek, so that all fit. Uh, I've been able to fit all that into my ability to, to be with kids in the community and to serve uh, kids, the community, parents, the schools uh, with my pictures. So that's what I've been doing for the last 14 years uh, alongside of what I do with Young Life, which is really the same thing, serving parents, family, the community, and the schools. Tim, I, I love that story because it sounds 
I, I just relate to it because that was me. I mean, I, whenever I was 18, I scrounged together every penny and dime that I had and I bought my first uh, video camera and, and, and it wasn't really a business at that point. It was a hobby. And, uh, and so people just started asking, you know, can you film this? Can you film this? And, and, uh, 12 years later, you know, here I am. And so, uh, I love hearing stories like that. And, um, but, but I'm sure as you know, and, and Chris, as you know, as well, you know, turning a hobby into something that actually produces some money for you. Like you said, you were, you were striving to buy, you know, that camera and I'm sure it's not just a camera. Like you need to keep up to date with, you know, computer and everything. And so how did you balance that and how, like you said, you incorporated it into young life. Talk to us a little bit about how you did that and how you've been able to, to kind of use it on both sides. Yeah, it's been a great tool because as I was using my photography to capture pictures of kids, I would be at sporting events, which a large part of my job with young life was being at every sporting event and being there with kids and seeing kids but I was on the sidelines or in the stands and uh, didn't have the opportunity to get quite as close. And as I started taking more and more pictures, coaches and athletic directors were saying, Hey, get down on the field and get where you can get better pictures. Well, then I'm no, I'm getting to know those kids and getting to know their parents because I'm capturing so many more images. And of course, as I'm capturing images, I'm, uh, putting them up on public sites, on Facebook, places like that, until I actually uh, made the, the decision to, to buy into a, a photo hosting kind of website. Mm-hmm. But it gave me the chance to uh, just get to know parents, get to know kids, start taking a lot of pictures, and then people started wanting to buy those pictures. And that's what enabled me to go to a higher quality camera or higher quality lenses. Uh, it allowed me to do a lot of things. And then as you improve those things, and, and Scott, you probably know this as well, and Chris, as you improve the quality of what you have, you're able to, you get a little bit higher standard, and people are starting to interest, be interested in how do we pay you for this? And so I was selling stuff for $5 when I was first starting out, selling pictures for $5. Um, now I don't sell for $5, but I don't sell for astronomically high either, because my goal is connection more than money right now. I want more connection in the community. And so uh, raising my prices really high doesn't make a whole lot of sense. Uh, So what I've done is I was able to, as students saw all these pictures I was taking, they were like, hey, would you do my senior pictures? And about 70% of the kids who I end up taking pictures of never have any involvement with Young Life, Uh, but they do become my friends, which is a huge part of what I'm trying to do in Young Life. So that's kind of, and so that income from starting to do senior pictures and things like that enabled me to buy better gear. When I, yeah, I love, I love that connection of how those things work together. And and I just wanted to talk to you a little bit about, you know, I know our, what we're all about here is, is local, small business, local business, um, community impact. And Young Life is, is not a small business. It's a, you know, national, it's a global organization, but I think it has really strong ties to communities, you know, particularly the uh, Holidaysburg Altoona community. Um, so how, um, talk to us a little bit about that. Like, how have you seen Young Life impact the community? Right. Well, the Young Life's been around for, since 1941. 
So a lot of years. And we're globally, I think we're in 104, 105 countries outside of the United States. So we're, we're a big organization. But we've been here in central Pennsylvania for uh, since 1974, so 46 years. And uh, we have been, uh, you know, it's, it's cumulative in that as you begin to build relationships with kids in 1974, and there were several staff people before me, area directors, uh, as they built relationships, those kids went on to go to college and, and then come back to the area and want to support Young Life, possibly under, well, most likely under a different leader than uh, the leader that they knew when they started. And so it has continued to grow. I was just playing with some math, just really rough numbers of what I thought, you know, our impact could be. And probably a minimum would be about 20,000 kids have been involved or touched by Young Life uh, in the last 46 years. Um, and so you take those kids and how many of them end up becoming adults who stay in the community, which is not as high as you'd hope, but a lot of those kids. And those are the kids who have gone on to be my volunteer leaders, my committee members, and my good personal friends. So yeah. impact I have seen has been significant because I loved those kids when they were in high school and I love them today as, as my friends, as business owners, as guys that are out there going hard, that are moms and dads, uh, that are the parents of the kids who I get to take pictures of at sporting events. So Tim, you talked a lot about um, the importance of building relationships and, and you know, you, you could say that those were heavy investments to, to put into people. What, what has been the, the biggest challenge in getting people to understand the idea and the benefits of young life? And then how, how have you overcome those challenges? It, it is a challenge trying to get folks who, uh, and, and there's really two audiences that we work with, with folks who are, who are very serious about their faith. Um, they are more alike, more likely to align themselves with what we're doing on a spiritual level. And so they're excited because we're talking to kids about the, the name of Jesus. Hmm. But there's a lot of folks, probably a higher percentage, I would say, uh, that that's not their number one concern, but they have great memories of being cared for and loved and consistent people walking through life with them. So one of the things we've worked really hard to do is just be consistent and to walk with folks. And so when I have a chance to talk with a kid who, who came up through our program and went to our properties, our summer camps, and uh, was involved in our small group stuff, those kids I can walk deeper with and encourage them to, how are you living out your faith today? Now to the kids who came to Young Life, had fun, thought it was really fun to be with their friends and, and see a hundred foot banana split and throw cho chocolate ice cream at each other and do silly things like that. Those kids, they connect with me because I was their friend. Mm -hmm. and, and the great phrase is I wasn't just their friend, I am their friend. Um, so I sit with basketball games with parents of kids who these kids still hug me, smack me, punch me, and they're 40 years old. Hmm. We've been friends for that long. You know, it's awesome to see the investment over all those years, you know, and how it has, like you said, how it's paid dividends, how it is, um, things come full circle. The, the kids that are invested in then become the, 
the committee members who, who are planning and investing in kids. I think, I think that's fantastic. Yeah, and that's and that's the that's the cool thing about it is it's based on relationships. Um, we don't get a lot of funding from well, we get zero funding from a national organization of Young Life. Uh, we get a lot of support from them, but not funding. The funding is all raised here locally. And uh, that funding comes from people who were touched by Young Life or have a student who has been touched by Young Life. And going back to the, the folks who are more serious about their faith and the folks who have a vision for the kingdom and how important it is to not miss a generation with the, the message of the Christian faith. Absolutely. Yeah, well, I, I guess going back to um, the photography business um, real quick, you know, and I think, I think we, you know, a portion of our listeners, I'm sure, are thinking about starting a business, you know, and, and probably, you know, starting that as sort of a side, side hustle or a side business at first. Um, right. So what, what advice would you give to somebody like that that's maybe not, you know, wants to stay with their full-time job and start something on the side? I was thinking about that and uh, had, a, had a thought pop into my head about just how the, the, the transition of what, where photography was in my life to where it is in my life and to where I hope it will someday maybe be in my life. Um, and uh, I came up with this quick phrase, all T's, because it made it easy for me, uh, that the camera really has started as a toy for me. It was fun. It was something I enjoyed. It was a hobby. And I could use that to connect with my family and with my kids, but I also use it as a tool to start connecting with other kids and the kids who I got to know. So that tool started to become a tactic. And it was a tactic that allowed me to invest in people to be there for them. There's, there's nothing more fun than uh, just this past season, uh, a student, uh, I, I happened to catch him, do, he had a breakaway and he, and he dunked the ball in basketball and he did an incredible, it was incredible. And more incredibly that I was in focus almost all of the shot. And <laughs> I was able to send him, uh, I just threw Facebook because I just knew him. Uh, I sent him a note and said, hey, here's how you looked. And he was blown away, blown away. And he and I have become pretty good friends. And in fact, he's a kid who's never come to Young Life. But uh, when he was in my house, he said to me, he saw a bunch of the pictures of Young Life and said, I wonder how I, you know, I should get connected with you guys. I should get involved with Young Life. And I said, yeah, that'd be great. Now he hasn't, but we're still friends. And, and I did his senior pictures. Uh, and so that was, that was fun. So, so I went from a toy to a tactic, to getting to know people, to, 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 to being someone in the community that people didn't just wonder, who's that old guy that's hanging around with high school kids? But, oh, that's T.O.B. He's, he's a photographer, and he's, he cares about kids. And so that tactic has really turned into a tool for me. Uh, I'm almost 59 years old. I lost cool about 60 years ago. And uh, so I've really never been cool. Uh, but what I've been able to be is consistent. And I think the, uh, the idea of this tool of a camera has allowed me to go into places that I would never have gotten on just my coolness. And, uh, and so I think that's really fun. I think it's gotten me traveling with teams, going to their swim banquets, uh, all those other kinds of things. And, and the last T, so I have this idea of a toy, a tactic, a tool, 
and then tradition. And what's happening now is, and I'm seeing this and I want to live this out for the rest of my days, is um, being able to be there in kids' lives to do a, a second or third brother or sister or senior pictures, to do, uh, it, it's become such a tradition that I will be at sporting events that when I show up at senior nights, and I always find out when they are, I'll walk in and the parents will walk up to me and say, okay, so how do you want to run this this year? Hmm. And I laugh because they never even asked if I was going to be there. They just expected that I would be because that's the tradition that I've, that I've tried to live out. And uh, so that's been really fun. So I've been able to take this toy and in many ways turn it into a tradition that, you know, when kids get asked, who are you going to have do your senior pictures? Moms tell me this all the time. They say, well, I'm not getting them done unless B can do them. Now, those are kids I don't even know other than I've taken their pictures at events. And, and I know them through that, but they've never come to Young Life. But we've created relationship through consistency. And then we've created this tradition of me being a person who cares about kids. And, and as a result, I've had a lot of, I've just been really blessed in the kids I get to be involved with. So, so we have to wrap up here in the next minute or two, but I just want to ask you one more question. And, and that is this, as what is, what do you think is the number one thing that you see in kids that you can help them overcome? Like what, what's an issue or what's a concern that they have that you've seen over the years that you feel young life is able to really help or introduce them to a solution? Well, part of that would be uh, just the absence of faith in mm -hmm. our in our world as it continues to become less and less of a, of a popular stand. Uh, but I think for kids, it's isolationism and just being isolated more and more with their cell phones, uh, with their headphones, with their video games. And I love all those things. So do right, not right. outside of that. I love all those things. Uh, but that's allowed kids to drift apart, which is really easy because it's easy to play video games and not have to deal with people in a real way. It's, it's easy to text. It's easy to, to Snapchat a thought here or there. It's really hard to be in someone's life. And my fear for kids is that they're going to grow up not quite understanding what that, that uh, community or that intimacy can look like. And I'm afraid how that's going to affect not just them, but the next generation of kids as their parents are parents who grew up not really connected to other people. And so that would be, and I think how Young Life helps that to solve the second half of your question is we create community. That's what we do. When we have a Young Life club at someone's home and we have 75 kids or 100 kids show up, there is laughter, there is fun, there is friendship, there is high-fiving, there's hugging. Uh, all before we had to be, you know, distancing from each other. Uh, but I think it's going to be something that's going to continue. And when they hear about a faith that draws them to one another, uh, there's nothing more fun than that. And I think that's a solution Young Life offers. We offer community, friendship, and faith. No, that, that's, that's great. Um, Chris, do you have any last thoughts or questions before we, before we run? No, I was just going to say, I, I love what you just said, Tim. And I think that's, I think that's a challenge to all of us, you know, in our, in our personal lives and in our businesses to 
you know, are we doing the hard work of investing in relationships, whether that's with coworkers, with employees, with, um, you know, those in our community, um, you know, because it's not just kids that, that face those challenges, it's all of us. So I, I take that as a, um, you know, an admonition as a challenge to... Thank you. For the business people out there, everything I read about photography, which I think goes way beyond just business or just the photography business, is that we're not going if, to, if we're just looking to get, we're going to lose. Mm-hmm. In giving, and I think small businesses, if we begin giving and caring for people, uh, the long-term value is huge. I'm sitting on a chair right now in my new office because my daughter moved out and I took her bedroom. And uh, the chair is not a great chair. My wife said, well, order a new chair if you need a chair. Well, I'm not going to order it from Amazon because I have a friend who sells office chairs. Mm-hmm. who has cared about me. I've never bought anything from him, but he's cared about me for years and been my friend. And as a result, I'm going to be true to that. I'm going to be true to that relationship. And I think that is what I've seen happening in my photo business. That's what I see happening in young life. And I think that's one of the things that, that the business community, many, many understand it, but many have to understand it better. And small businesses, that's our bread and butter, just mm-hmm. relationships. Yeah, I think that's really well said. I think if we would all just take a couple extra actions of taking care of one another um, yeah. and being there to support, to love, to you know, be for them, uh, I think I think we'd be in a much much better place. And I'm sure the three of us could chat for many many more hours uh, about that uh, because it, it seems like a topic that um, many people want to voice opinions on but not many people have actual solutions or experience in, in helping other people growing and helping support business and, and things like that. So uh, we'll have to pause it for here, but we'll definitely have to have you back on in the, in the future. Thank you, uh, Tim, so much. Uh, how can people real quick get a hold of you or find out more about you? Best way might be to, to, uh, to call us. It's a real easy number. So I'll give you that. 814 814- 876-KIDS, 814-876-KIDS. And obviously on the internet, just Young Life, Central Pennsylvania. Perfect. Tim, thank you so much. We uh, wish you much success uh, continuing in the future. And uh, Chris, thank you so much for co-hosting with me again. You're welcome. And, thank uh, you guys. And thank you again. And we'll have to uh, see you all in the next episode. Thanks. Thanks.